Hello everyone and welcome to the 12th episode of the OrcaCast. Today with my beautiful co-host Jimmy Extraordinaire, Lord Val. And with Hi. my uh, and with my other beautiful co-host, Bum Bum. Not Streamer Extraordinaire, but Moderator Extraordinaire if he's there. <laughs> like so, gentlemen, what is new this week in gaming? We want to talk about the new seasons of Warzone and Fortnite. We want to talk about a game that is called GTFO. And we won't spell out the title. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to talk about the regulation of the loot boxes that has occurred in the UK. Because it's actually interesting. So, I'd say we start with the new seasons. Go over to GTFO. And then we go to the loot boxes. Gentlemen. Take it away. Right, new seasons on Fortnite. What's going on on Fortnite? I know you guys love Fortnite. Oh, I'm in love with yeah. Fortnite. It's my favorite you game. Fans of Fortnite, all of you. I know yeah, you are. To the point, I never played it. <laughs> uh, I never played it. Um, you know, I started playing a couple of seasons ago, and I became hooked with the game. Man, like the game is actually really fun. Uh, uh, update on Fortnite seems like everything is flooded now. Uh, everything has changed on the map. Uh, that's a really cool thing because it's a battle royale that keeps evolving. Uh, it's not being the same over and over again. Like every every you know every other battle royale might be the same map or everything you know the same thing going on. So they have evolved the map and they discovered you know it's all flooded and week by week the water is gonna go down. So the map is literally uh, evolving week after week and it's gonna be changing. Um, so that, it's really cool. They got like new stuff coming. They got, you know, uh, new skins. Uh, Aquaman, one of my favorite DC characters, is one of the uh, skins in in Fortnite. I mean, if they release uh, Green Lantern, I'll literally pay anything uh, Epic asks me for. Like, I literally give them my bank account just to give me uh, a Green Lantern skin. Uh, sure but they have Aquaman. What was what's that? I was just I was just I was just joking. I was like, they might pretty much ask you for that, actually. Yeah, they, I mean, they do already. So <laughs> no, but um, they, you know, it, it's about to that. You know, they 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 cosmetics is are really cool. You know, you wanna look cool. That, that's what I say. You know, like what we spoke about last week. You know, on things that happened uh, not a couple of weeks ago. Uh, things that happened on Destiny. You know, you wanna look yeah. cool while killing monsters. I mean, you have to look the coolest. It's not the yeah. same. Uh, you know, killing a monster without looking flashy and and glowing red and glowing golden and stuff like that. So it's the same thing. Uh, they've just released um, this exact same week. Uh, I think it was a couple of days ago. They released the new skin, which is Captain America. Super awesome skin. Uh, it's super expensive, though. <laughs> What's the price? <laughs> it is super expensive. Uh, I guess I think the change is about twenty dollars. The skin. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is quite expensive. I don't think it's up, like quite twenty dollars, but it's quite kind of like close to twenty dollars. Um, so I think it's about eighteen or something like that. It it is expensive though, but um, you know, it's a really cool character. It's Captain America. They are clever because like they know Epic knows what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Uh, you know what was this weekend in 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 the US, right? Yeah. This weekend is gonna be Fourth of July. Yeah. Who better to bring on this weekend than Captain America? Exactly. So that is a business strategy. When I saw, it, I was like, wow, 
epic. Kudos to you. Like, <laughs> you got... You got a really good strategy going on. They know what they're doing. So they released Captain America on the 4th of the weekend of the 4th of July. So <laughs> that is brilliant. So, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit expensive, but, you know, it looks absolutely stunning. It looks really good. Um, it's exactly the same as Captain America, as you see in the comics. It's not the, you know, the character of the, you know, the movies or anything. It's the character of the comics, which is absolutely really, really cool. I, I take the blame. I, I, I pay for it. I I contribute to epic uh, strategies and everything. They got me. They got me. So <laughs> I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. So I I actually you know I really liked you know Captain America and all these you know uh, Marvel characters and you know and uh, Aquaman which is from DC is kind of like a DLC not DLC sorry uh, like a season pass uh, reward. You cannot purchase it. So it's just a, a season pass reward. Oh yeah, they, I mean they they're working on you know adding weapons, they're changing weapons, and bringing back all weapons they used to have in the past. They are also working, you know, adding stuff onto onto the game, which uh, is really cool as well, you know. Uh, changing the map, uh, I, you know, I would never have thought of you know an evolving map uh, week by week, uh, which is you know really nice. And also they have done uh, another music event with you know other. Uh, DJs and stuff like that and singers. So they, you know, they, they they're doing things. They're moving. They, you know, uh, we all know Fortnite is not doing as well as it used to do. Maybe a couple of years ago, or last year, Fortnite last year, a couple of years ago was absolutely destroying everything that came around. Right now, may not be as much, but it's still very strong. It is nice to see they not, um, you know, resting in the laurels and they keep, you know, bringing stuff. To, to keep people entertained. Um. I mean, Fortnite, does their moves, they're still incredibly successful despite falling off a little bit. Um, if you if you look at the new um, Ubisoft game, yeah. Hyperscape, then you see clearly that they also draw influence from Fortnite. They don't have the building aspect, but they have the verticality of it. Okay. Yeah, so... So that's the new Ubisoft. It looks actually not too bad. It's like the, like the new Ubisoft uh, Battle Royale game. Yeah, that looks actually that actually looks interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it it has. So what what I like about it, and it has a lot of verticality to it, and it has kind of a little bit of a Quake Three Arena feel. Yeah, I, I'll try to get a drop and see what it's about. It's like a first-person shooter, or yeah. Third person. It's it's a first person shooter and it looks like a, a mixture of um, let's say Overwatch, Fortnite, and a little bit of Quake Three Arena sprinkled into it. It looks very Overwatch. I was just watching a video now. Yeah. Oh, that I mean that's that's actually interesting. I mean uh, Ubisoft had to tap in, isn't it? <laughs> everyone, everyone. I mean everyone does it now. We have. We have EA with Apex Legends. We have Epic with Fortnite. We have still PUBG, the grandfather of everything. Yeah. And then, obviously, Ubisoft had to throw their hats into the ring. We'll see how Hyperscape goes. I don't have much hope for it now, because the market is already saturated as hell. Yeah. And, yeah, we will see where it goes. And yeah, I, don't... I really hope the game does well, to be honest with you. I do too. I mean, if if it's good, why not? But another alternative. We have 
We have an oversaturated market already. That's the issue. It's not yeah, really it, new. It does happen with everything, isn't it? When, yeah. you know, uh, World of Warcraft era, you know, you get the saturated market where everyone wanted to do an MMO at that time. Exactly. Plus the problem now uh, at this point is a lot of those games have their like season passes, uh, battle passes or whatever, and people invest money into those. So there also, you have a lot of people just bound into a single game just because they spend you know, exuberant amounts of money on them already, so they don't want to move to something else and start from scratch. Exactly. Yeah. And also, yeah, and also one bang is the, the fact that you can just come back from work, sit down for 20 minutes, play a couple of games, and go to bed without even worrying that you have died so many times, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, uh, that that's, that's also the whole reason. That's why, the, you know, these games are successful. That's why Call of Duty used to be successful in the, in the past on multiplayer, because it was pick up the game, play 15 minutes with your, you know, with your friends after work and have fun. And then go to bed. No, it's it's exactly, it's um, a continuation of the Persona 4 discussion we had last week. Yeah. Where we, where we um, basically where said we, where... some games are just time sinks and time investments. And there's a lot of people who just don't want to commit that anymore. You just, if you if you never spend money on Fortnite or anything, you know, you just play for 15 minutes and then whatever and go your way. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. lost. And then doing things on the map, you know, they're not relaxing, you know, and doing, you know, the same map over and over again, bringing back the old map, blah, 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 whatnot. They, they, they just redone on the season two. Was it season two or, or I don't know, the, the new world they brought back when they destroyed the old world and, and you know, they, they keep changing the map now which is kind of evolving with the water, it's not flooded and it's going down. So it's kind of like a bit of a change and, you know, kind of keeping the game fresh continuously, which is, you know, it's a little bit, something a little bit different. It's not, you know, the same map over and over and over again, week after week after week, for the entire year. Yeah. It is a bit of a change. Also, you know, as we all know, they have the licenses of every single movie. They have the licenses of Marvel, DC, uh, Star Wars. Like at this point, they can grab absolutely anyone out there because they, you know they will do their skins and they do it well. So that's that's really cool to see. I mean, obviously, we all know that the audience of you know Fortnite is a very young audience, so you don't necessarily like that type of audience. But uh, I do, I do play uh, not always, but I do play now and then. I, I really enjoy. It. I, I think it's a you know it's a cool game to just to relax. Not to stream though, because that's a bit crazy. Yeah, it's one of those uh, games that it's like you pick it up, you have some fun with it, get your skins, you look cool, killing other people, and that's it. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't even know how to build on that game still. So. <laughs> like, you know, I'm the I call myself the best known builder. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm uh, I I have been told if you want to actually be successful in Fortnite, you have to build. That's what yeah, people yeah. told me. It seems like uh, to like to fully like get into the game, you kind of need to be good at all of it, like the combat as well as the building, because you know it's either you abuse it to build a uh, cover or you build obstacles that you know you can use to funnel people into essentially a kill box. Yeah, like honestly, the the building aspect is quite um, heavy into the game and if you you know handle 
world, the, the building aspect is like crazy. Like you, you have an advantage. Also, it's not like it's also not in easy to to learn. But I mean, it's kind of easy to learn, but it's a bit difficult to master because people are just you know they build literally skyscrapers within one minute. Yeah. Um, obviously, that, that's a good thing in some way. I have to say because you know uh, the game requires a little bit of a skill to it. It's not just you know come out start shooting people and that's about it. So there is a little bit of a skill to it. Obviously, for new people, it's going to put you off because you don't know how to do it and everything. So you don't really want to learn how to build and everything. It comes naturally after a while. You start building here and there sometimes a little bit. Of, you know a few things. I'm not the you know I'm not super heavily invested into the game, so it's a little bit more difficult to build because I, I do play other games. I just jump now and then to it. So it's kind of difficult. But yeah, once, you know, you need to invest time, which is good to see on a Battle Royale game because invest time on it to learn how to master the game. You know, it's not like, I don't know, um, for an example, like, I don't know, PUBG or, or Apex, you jump down, you pick up your weapons and you start killing people. That's it. There's nothing else you can do. There's abilities and stuff like that, but it's, it's a bit of a energy, uh, uh, you know, RNG mixed with your skills because you need to have the, you know, good weapons and whatnot. Yeah, the thing is though, you can boil down like any game into that uh, description. It's like it's like oh, you just pick up a gun and kill people right away because it's like I've played PUBG. I didn't play it like extensively, but then again, it's like there is depth in it as well. You know, it's movement through the map. You know. Do you want to use vehicles or not? Like, when do you use vehicles? What, you know, do you pick up this weapon or do you keep the one you have? And yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, it's like there's depth, it's there in just in different form. Yeah. And all these games have it as well. Like, Apex is all about the movement. And yeah, it's like I just don't, like, for myself, I just don't find that these games are, it's just short bursts and, you know, you play a couple of games and then you realize, okay, it's like, I don't like doing the same thing over and over because that's in the end, you find a strategy that just works and you keep doing it over and over and over again. Absolutely. Like I said, you know, I think Fortnite has that, that tiny bit of a skill mm -hmm. that can grab you. You know, they can say, okay, you want to know how to do this as well. You know, it's just a tiny bit of that skill that you want to learn how to yeah. do. Uh, as a challenge, you know, a personal mm -hmm. challenge or, or whatnot. Uh, so the skins, yeah, you know, the skins looks ah, they, they look absolutely awesome. I mean, you cannot deny the freaking skins on on Fortnite. They look amazing. Like everything they do, like a Star Wars. They, when they did the Star Wars theme skins, they, they were like, honestly, I, I I purchased all of them because I just freaking loved them. It, it was it was really good. I mean, unlike the other developers. <clears throat> or not developers, but publishers. Fortnite, or in this case, Epic has actually the money. I mean, the other publishers have that as well, probably. But they have the actual money and the will to spend this money. This is the key point. Because I think if EA wanted Star Wars skins in Apex, they could probably do it without the hassle. They just yeah, need uh -huh. to do one phone call. Yeah, because I find it weird because they still have the license to make Star Wars games. Yeah, games, not skins. 
Yeah, which is, but it's weird, you know, that they wouldn't have something like that, given like, because Apex yeah, but... isn't the, isn't the first free to play game they had. You gotta think on. I think Epic and, and, and Epic and, and you know Fortnite is like they are gonna run with big bucks. They're not a small company, small game, you know, or kind of like a medium game anymore. It's like they're going with the big money now. They they get everyone. They get whoever they want because like you see uh, like DJ events almost on a weekly on a you know couple of weeks or a monthly basis. There is like a bunch of stuff. So they, they are literally, they are monetizing their game super well. And there is the business strategy on Epic part on Fortnite. It's brilliant. As you know, as a person that admires, you know, I, I do admire, you know, the business strategies. I look at things, you know, uh, in depth, you know, I might look at, you know, games like maybe, yeah, like Fortnite, you know, I don't look at the game as, oh, this is cool and whatnot. I'm, I'm looking at them and it's like, I start thinking, it's like, Wow, how did they pull it off? How did they make JJ uh, Abrams talk live during the game, in the middle of the game, where everyone could hear him and release all the skins all at the same time? You know that, like that—that's a business strategy. This marketing team on Fortnite is brilliant. They do know what they're doing. They like—they know who to target, when to target, it, and how to do it. No wonder the success of you know uh, of the game. Like, I wouldn't be surprised of this, you know, they, they, they're doing such an amazing job. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if, like, what you guys are talking about, Apex, like, if they had, you know, obviously, I don't think Apex kind of, what can I say? Like, I don't think Apex would, would be, like, it wouldn't be the same if you had, like, you know, uh, Captain America running around, you know what I mean? That, that, that would be a little bit weird. I don't think they actually would like that. I bet you PUBG would love something like that. But I yeah, just think I, I, they, they didn't market strategize, you know, like good enough to, to get to that point, you know what I mean? To say, yeah, hey, but at the same time, we want your skin coming here. Yeah, I don't know. Like at the same time, I don't think like the reason also not to have it in PUBG or Apex is just that it doesn't fit the style. It's just not the type, it's not just the style. Like, it's the, uh, that's the thing. It's like, it's a genre, it's like a single genre. Or we put the games in the same genre, but they are all like widely different styles. So yeah. I don't think like PUBG was so big at one point, like where especially when the genre started, that they could definitely pull that off as well. But at the same time, why? Because I think the player base also on those games is you know old, much older than that of Fortnite. It's not it's not gonna be that much. It's not gonna make a difference for that kind of audience. Whereas on you know, on Fortnite, where the audience is so young, they're gonna respond much more strongly to having like you know those skins. Ah, uh, yeah, I get you completely. But they've built a young audience. They've built that audience. They build that. Um, they, you know, Fortnite did not come out saying we are a game for a young audience. They came out as another game. Uh, they well, didn't even come out as a battle royale. Though. Uh, they no, came out I as think, a, the world. See, the thing is, Fortnite, like, they didn't come out straight up and say it, but, like, it's all in the style. Like, you can tell this is game for a young audience. Yeah. I would say they, like, like my mom said, they didn't it, really... It's not directly, said, like... Yeah. Said we would, this would be for kids, because they would have actually annihilated part of their audience by coming out and saying flat out we are for kids, 
because there are also a crazy amount of adults playing Fortnite. Yeah. But I think when they first conceived the game, their main audience was teens. 13 to 19 is the target demographic of this game. Yeah, it's That's a what really I think. Audience. Yeah, I'm, I'm like in the same boat on that yeah. because when you look, the, the style just screams like, yeah, this is like a young teen game. Everything yeah. from like the character designs, the effects, and such a little is like zero violence. Whereas, you know, other games will have some kind of like more mature, quote unquote, mature content. But it still is not like completely focused on that one thing. And yeah, you know, I mean, they... yeah, like that's that's not what we're saying. It's completely focused on that, but that's the main focus. Like when you see, like when I go out here, the people I see with like Fortnite swag, it's kids. Like it's a seven-year-old kid with a you know Fortnite shirt, Fortnite. You're not you're not gonna see someone like older do that. Okay, so I'm I going think... to hide my Fortnite stuff now. You should. <laughs> you should be ashamed. Uh, like, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm saying, like, like it's obvious what the tar- target demographic for Epic was when it came to Fortnite. Because yeah. it was that that demographic was untapped by the other games. The only one who did it, but not in a Battle Royale way, but the only other publisher who did it is Nintendo. They yeah. still target these younger audiences in that way, very successfully. And I think Fortnite just saw that and was like, huh, that's a demographic nobody else really taps, so let's go. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's well, the um, Nintendo approach of like a nondescript demographic where they essentially target everyone, but it's meant to also target the ones that you... like. Most of the dev- when we talk about publishers or developers, usually they will not target like younger audiences. Like you know, most of the games that come out now are at least like you know teens, usually mature. Whereas you know, usually you like that's why Nintendo is so big because parents see those games. Are usually, it's like it's you know, it's E for everyone, or it's it's like 12, yeah. 10 plus, and yeah, and. That's why also, like, um, I think Fortnite's on Switch, right? That's the thing as well. Yeah, and never underestimate the purchase power of the teens. Yeah. Because they have access to their parents' credit cards. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) All right. Moving on, because I think this is a good jumping-off point to go into Warzone real quick. My favorite game of all time. I truly love it. Do you or not? <laughs> That's a no. I was being it's highly really good. Hi- yeah. ironic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I actually, I don't know, man. I'm telling you, like, it's really Warzone is really, really cool. Um, they adding stuff uh, into the game. It's getting a lot better. If I'm honest with you. Um, they get, you know, they get in the new weapons and they get in the new, uh, the new characters. You know, bringing back old characters and everything. And it's just, it's looking good. It is looking good. Uh, uh, sometimes uh, the game is a bit, you know, not sometimes, but the game is a bit broken on PC because of the hackers and stuff like that. But obviously, that happens on every single game. That happens on Destiny. That happens on every, you know, 
all the game on on PC. Whether it's always yeah. it's always hard, I guess. I mean that's that's the problem of the people, not the problem of the game, if I'm honest with you. That's how I say it. I don't say, you know, hackers as, you know, the game has a problem. I see the hackers as the person, the people have a problem. Every every game has hackers. I'm, as, an, as a very avid Tarkov player, can attest to that. Tarkov still has hacking problems, but that stems not necessarily from the popularity of the game, but you earn in-game currency, and there's no way to buy this in-game currency with real money. You just earn it by grinding the game. And obviously some people thought it is a or think it is a good idea to go in with hacks, kill you, sell off your gear, and then sell the money they made off of that for yeah. real life money on eBay, MMOGA or wherever you go. So Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit too much. They keep they keep adding their own the weapons and everything, and you know they they have the the problem sometimes. Uh, the only thing that I would say is they have to maybe work on a little bit of the crossplay, being able to turn off crossplay. Maybe I don't know if that's in on their intentions, but uh, you know people on console not sometimes are not happy that they get to you know they get match made uh, with people on PC, and you know you see crazy stuff on PC. I mean, I'm honest with you. Um, Playing on PC, it's a bit, you know, it's very different. Playing on PC is different. It's, you know, it's completely, you know, it's a different level. Yeah, I, I, I don't think like it should be turned off just because it keeps the player base uh, no, steady. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that you should have the option to turn it off. To opt out. Now, yeah. Yeah, like, like multiplayer. On multiplayer, on Call of Duty, you can opt out of crossplay. Mm-hmm. And you can only okay. play with people on your console or your PC. On, on, on Warzone, there's no option for that. They force yeah. you to be cross-play. So yeah. it's already there. People yeah. ask for it because it's already on the system. It's already yeah. happening on multiplayer. So yeah. I think because Warzone is complete, it's handled completely different than, than, than multiplayer. I think it's just the fact that they don't want to turn it off because otherwise they would probably not even populate their servers. Yeah, I think that's so, the issue, yeah. Uh, you know, that, that's the reason. That's the main reason. I mean, whoever, you know, says the opposite doesn't even know what he's talking about, if I'm honest with you, because it, it, that's the reason, because they're struggling to fill a 200 server. The new, the new server that has just come out this week is 200 people squads. So it's a, instead of being 150, I believe, which is the maximum already, uh, on the rest of the, you know, uh, up until now, it was 150 on everything, every single mode. Now they have released, you know, the squads, which is the four people, you know, the four people team uh, jumping down into the war zone. And then they have increased the limit from 150 to uh, 200. And I have been doing it a couple of, you know, last couple of days, I have been playing it and I have never seen anything over 160. Not on a single game. It is, you know, uh, I don't think so, you know, they, I don't think they're going to do it because they will kill their own game. Because yeah. honestly, if people will turn it off, I want to play only with console players. There'll probably be 30 people on my lobby because there's going to be like a million lobbies open. And, you know, obviously that's extremely difficult as a developer, you know, to keep those servers, you know, that, you know, there will always be issues. So, what, yeah. Wasn't Warzone crazily successful? It used to be. Warzone is successful. It is. Up until today, I would say. 
Why would you say that? Because you just said they struggle to fill the servers. No, it's not that they struggle to fill the servers. It is just that they may have like such a infrastructure. It's so big. Like, let's be honest. You jump into Call of Duty. You find, you, you go into Modern Warfare 2, the previous one. You load it up on your console and you still find the lobbies. Because they have such a big, big amount, you know, of servers and they have you know, they, 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 the one thing I have to say is really good about Call of Duty is the servers and the amount of servers they have. And you always, no matter what time is it, you will find a game. Yeah. And, I mean, and you don't feel like you're lagging or anything like that. It, I do feel, honestly, I do feel like I lag more often playing Destiny than playing Call of Duty. You, you can really tell. The difference. I mean, I play, you know, I kind of play, I play obviously Destiny more often. But when I play Call of Duty, I don't have the issues that I see on Destiny all the time. You know what I mean? Or not as many times, you know, not as high as, you know, on Destiny, for example. And I, I know that's the, that's the servers. That is just basically the uh, Bungie servers that might not be as good or they may not have as many. And they probably have to group up people with me in Asia, which is going to have maybe a 200 ping for him or 200 ping for me. So... On, on, in that regard, you know, Call of Duty have, you know, a vast amount of servers. So, because they have so many servers and people are playing continuously and, you know, PC and console and blah, blah, well, not everyone together. So, obviously, you know, it, it is difficult to, to, to fill up all the servers with the amount of servers they, they have already. So, if they cut off, you know, they, they do the crossplay and they cut off people from... You know, I'm playing on Xbox and they cut off the people. I cut off the people from PC and PlayStation. They're going to say, okay, we're going to have 2,000 servers running. And it, it, like literally that's, you know, who, when you click play, it's looking for one of those servers. You know, it's sending the, your information to one of the servers. And then when it throws you on that server, there might be 20 people disconnecting at the same time. And you find yourself with 30 people. Yeah. If they put everyone together, it's more likely that you're going to have 100 people around. As well. Okay, now I understand, understood your point more. So that's, that, you know, that's why, that, I think that's the whole reason why they will not you know, make a, you know, cross-play option, like yeah. multiplayer. But yet again, like the, the game is doing, you know, I think the game is doing wonderful. The, you know, you see on the playlist, you know, Warzone is always at the top of every single uh, streaming platform. And, you know, it's it's a good game. It's a bit, sometimes, like I said, you know, sometimes a little bit broken because of the hackers and everything, but that's, you know, that happens on almost every single game. When you're playing on PC, that, the thing is that we might not be as used to on console because that doesn't happen as often on console, but, you know, because of the fact that we are playing crossplay, we get to see, if we play on console, we get to see it more often. I mean, I know someone who actually used to use radar hacks on PUBG on consoles. And it has and it, it has as it. much. There is not it's not unheard of on consoles. But no, I think it's it's it's, it's, it's vastly, vastly, vastly more rare than on PC. Exactly. That's what I'm trying that's what I was saying. Yeah. It is very rare to see someone hacking on on console. And normally if you hack on consoles you are also much harder to trace than on PC. I don't give people ideas. Um, 
<laughs> no, if you no, I, I just want to put that out there. If you hack, yeah, if you use hacks, you have a tiny penis, okay? So that we are clear on that. Thank you. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh They've released the new weapons and everything. I think that it's actually they have done a really good job on the on the on that regard. And like I said, you know, they, obviously it's the whole theme of Warzone. Like we said, you know, it would be cool to have the skins and all of that. But the whole theme of Warzone is kind of like you know the the war, you know, kind of like focus only on the. I would love to see uh, Kylo Ren shooting people. To be honest with you. But uh, yeah, uh, the whole thing, you know, they don't have the skins, you know, they kind of like limited in, a, in that regard because they cannot, mm. they, you know, they, they have so many skins, they have so many characters within the, the Call of Duty universe to pick from. So, uh, you know, a friend way. of mine, a friend of mine actually had a brilliant idea because <clears throat> Activision, if you want me on the marketing team, I'm available. You can always call me, you know where to find me. But somebody, um, a fan of mine, a viewer, him downstairs, said that he would like to see G.I. Joe skins on Call of Duty. It would be a brilliant move for Activision. It would match their target demographic, actually, because they target older or the more mature audience. Yeah. And yeah, so that would be actually a thing. So they could broaden their pool of skins and it would actually fit their brand, I think, yeah, I personally. I Fortnite is going to get there first. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I bet you Fortnite that already on, on G.I. Joe because I think there's like a G.I. Joe series coming out or something like that. Uh, they're trying to bring it back. So I. Uh... Yeah, I, I bet Fortnite is gonna get on every <laughs> Or what they should do is have like skins inspired by classic action movies. Like you know, you can have Rambo, yeah. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger from Predator. That would be awesome, man. Like that's that's what uh, Mortal Kombat is doing, isn't it? Uh, they had Terminator in the last one. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. They have Terminator and they have yeah, lots of characters. That's that's actually really cool. So yeah, like what I'm saying, you know, it's a little bit of a. Uh, they're still, you know, they, they cannot market to these kind of things. Obviously, they they are more limited. So, but they, what they market with is skins and you know, uh, make your weapon look awesome and and whatnot. Which you, at the end of the day, I don't really care because you don't you're not looking at your weapon. You're looking further down the, your weapon. So your weapon is the least important thing. So yeah, they're marketing to that stuff and the season pass. I think the season pass is quite good to be honest. It's a really good season. It's pass. a really good um, uh, and you get, they got challenges and they got stuff like that. So okay. yeah, I mean the game keeps doing absolutely wonderful, and I hope it keeps you know it keeps it going like that because it's a little bit of a battlefield tried to tap into the battle royale, but I think I think it just wasn't successful. They they did not have the. I think it's just battlefield has become a bit. I mean I don't like to admit that. I don't like to admit it, but Call of Duty have finally. Kill Battlefield with this game. I mean, I, EA killed Battlefield also in some Yeah, they did capacity. it very much. That's true. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, you know that this Call of Duty Modern Warfare has contributed heavily, in my opinion. Yeah, to, to most likely. That. I mean, we we'll see if EA ever brings Battlefield back, or what they're are planning with it. Focus is. 
yeah. what they will do. I think they killed it, right? They killed Battlefield 5, like, killed the support yeah, now. Yeah, they completely killed Battlefield 5. I'm not sure if they bring back... I think they work on Battlefield 6, they announced something like that. And I'm pretty sure that Battlefield 6 will also include a Battle Royale mode, because everything has to oh, be course. Battle Royale mode days. <laughs> but I wanna I wanna see what they are doing with it because they might might do something cool. You always can you always should at least think they might do something cool, even if it's EA. Yeah. yeah. Monkey Dream, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, like yeah. What 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 do you say? I, mean, I say that Warzone killed Battlefield, and that we could move on if you guys yeah. want. Yeah. yeah, sure. So let's talk a little bit about another shooter that is up and coming. It's still in early access on Steam. I would even suggest you while looking at it. I don't know if it will ever get a console release. It might. It's called GTFO. Yeah, I'll, and, I'll watch it. And it's probably one of the best co-op shooters I've played together with Deep Rock Galactic and the beautiful Left 4 Dead. Yeah. You are a four-man squad um, getting dropped basically into a labyrinth where you have to complete missions. And those labyrinths are full of monsters. The twist of the game is that these monsters can kill you fairly easily and overwhelm you fairly easily. You don't even start out with full ammo. <laughs> they, they just give you like, here, here is here is 57% for the max ammo. Go and do your mission, you filthy prisoner. <laughs> yeah, the, the lore behind the characters is um, they are prisoners and they are forced to do that and uh, the twist on the formula is you have to be really sneaky so you can these monsters most of the time sleep when you see them and you have these giant hammers and you just hammer them to death when they sleep and in some instances when like three are clustered together you have to coordinate it with your team so this also is a lot of team effort yeah. And I would never recommend playing this game with less than four people. Never. Yeah, it's, three. Yeah, it's, it's a game where you need a full group. Yeah. Three might still work, but yeah. barely. You'd have to exactly know what to do. Yeah. And you'd have to know exactly what equipment you need for the drop. So the missions are called drops. And. But a full squad is necessary to succeed because the game is hard really hard yeah yeah i've played uh just a couple of missions with you um yeah it's a it's a sneaky sneaky horror take on you know left for that though i'd more compare it to say the previous game by the same team payday 2 and payday because it's mission based it's not really you know just go a to b you actually have to do randomly uh, generate objectives. I really like the style. It's um, it's obviously taking inspirations from the uh, glorious SCP Foundation project, where essentially uh, the players here, you know, you're prisoners, but essentially it's a, it's like it's a take on the D-class personnel, 
someone who's super expendable that they can just drop in and go do this please and try not to die. I like the thing that I hated in Doom 3, where you essentially have to choose between seeing things and not seeing things. And, you know, usually seeing things means you have your flashlight on, but at the same time, your flashlight will activate the monsters. Mm -hmm. So you just want to stay in dark. Essentially, as Urko said, when you have clusters of enemies, you have to either find a way around or you have to coordinate with your teammates. So each one takes essentially steps behind an enemy and you have to kill them at the same time. Otherwise, if you're just, you know, slightly off, one of them might scream and wake up the entire map. And once you would, once every single monster on the map knows about you, you're pretty much good as that. Not the entire map, but the room. The room, yeah. Like, it depends how big the room is as well. Because Yeah, they can be very big and very full of monsters. Yeah, and you can be very dead in seconds. It, it kind of, yeah. It, like Bam Bam said, from, in terms of atmosphere, this is also what I dig a lot. It's going more the horror route, more the like. Guess I, I guess the more mainstream comparison you can make instead of SCP is probably aliens. Like you have your like, four yeah. marines, yeah, standard yeah. marines, and fight like a horde of aliens. Yeah, yeah, they are pretty much yeah because they're about as deadly as well. It's like yeah. even though smaller enemies are just will shred you in seconds. Yeah. And it's not directly from the developers of Payday 2, but a section of the developers broke away, founded their own studio, and now make this game. I think it's the... Isn't uh, Simon Wicklund with them, the guy? Uh, the I don't know if Simon Wicklund is with them. I'd have to look that up. Yeah, no, I'm not sure either, but yeah, uh, yeah, because I know that I think it's the main, some of the uh, major or designers from that team, yeah, yeah, are on this one. And you can tell that it's made by experienced developers, because, and this is what I, I mean, you still encounter bugs and everything, mm -hmm. um, because it's still early access, but what I don't like a lot of the times is that people throw it's still early access up as a defense. Yeah, that never should be a defense. Especially for games that are really buggy, really undercooked, even for early access. This game works. You have your drops, you go on your drops, you do the missions. It works good. You don't have matchmaking at this point. You can go into the, ser into the Discord server of the developer or of the game. It's a very welcoming community. Everyone plays with you. So it's actually not that hard to fill up the squad. If you are someone looking at this game and saying, okay, I want to play that, I, I'm very interested in it, do it. You won't regret it. It gets a solid recommendation from me even at this stage because it's a really good game. It's a really unique take on the genre of the co-op shooter PvE and it, does, it, it doesn't get old. And you have to work for the mission to succeed, and that's also what I like. You have to actually be working together as a team, not just going off and doing your own stuff. I think
think yeah, I think that's a bit of a D, a bit of the DNA from Payday as well because at the difficulties of missions where the game was fun, which was you know some of the more more towards the higher end of the difficulties, you couldn't like unless you min maxed completely or built and you 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 knew hundred percent what you were doing, you couldn't do them solo, or you would struggle hard. So I think that's the that's that's the good thing here as well that everyone has to pull their weight otherwise the entire squad just crumbles and i think that's a good design that's going to i think it's going to drive some people away because of the difficulty but at the same time it's a it's a design that appeals to me because i like to work towards things i like to you know it has to feel earned that you actually finish the mission not just when you just coast through something it becomes inconsequential and at the end you just don't care about the game. You'll, you know, drop it off after a while. But if you, you know, if you feel like, oh, it's like I'm getting better and I'm working towards something, yeah, I'll keep playing. And that's the feeling I get from GTFO. Sounds interesting. <laughs> that's not going to come out on, on console, isn't it? So far, I don't think they have plans, but I can see it coming to consoles. Yeah, yeah I, ha I have been. I mean, it's just not, you know, not the type of game that will play. I think you know. I think it's actually really cool, to be honest. Uh, and it looks really nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I hopefully, fingers crossed. I you know, I'm planning to get a, a streaming PC so I can you know, finally start gaming and you know enjoying those games that mm -hmm. I can't be doing at the moment. That would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, so that's GTFO. And our last topic for today is the decision of the UK government on loot boxes. I think the House of Lords put their foot down there. Yep, they definitely did. Yep. Okay, to resident UK people over here. So educate this uh, German fellow org. What happened? So yeah, so it started, I think, last year already, where it was brought to the attention of the English government. There is, There might be some issues surrounding the loot boxes, the way they are presented and that the way they work. Uh, as we, you know, I think it was Belgium and Netherlands are, already have banned those or are severely re regulating uh, loot boxes. I think in Belgium, actually, they're completely banned and the games... The systems in Belgium, with in Belgium they're banned completely. Yeah. So yeah. So they're banned there, and the games work differently there. You, I think, uh, you can't get any drops or ca uh, cases in CS:GO. Uh, FIFA Ultimate Team has all the premium stuff taken off, and the way uh, this bit set on uh, the trajectory here, it might be doing something very similar for the UK. Because the, Lord, the House of Lords has decided that they will look further into this, and loot boxes and essentially what they're classifying as games of chance will be put under the gambling laws in the UK. It just makes sense. Yeah, it definitely makes sense, especially especially because how big FIFA is in the UK and their ultimate team. Must be is making a bang. That's like the ma major money maker for EA, and I would like I would expect that a good chunk of it comes from the UK. 
So we'll see how I think it the, will be affected. I think the biggest markets for Ultimate Team are, I, I don't think in no particular order, but it's UK, Germany, Spain, Italy. Those European yeah, it, countries are like the also those where football or soccer is like a very strong sport, obviously. And losing UK as a market is a major blow to EA. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's it's happening. It's happening all over Europe. I mean, it's it's about yeah. to happen. It's it, it's coming. And I yeah. bet you one hundred percent right now. I bet you. They are already looking at something else to monetize. Yeah, yeah. I, obviously. I can assure you, they are looking at something else to monetize already as an alternative. They've been doing it for over. I would say they've been working on it for like a year or so. They knew yeah. it was coming. They knew their time was up, yeah. Yeah. and they are working on something else. Obviously, there is no chance that they don't try to monetize anything else. And if they just go and say, hey, guys, guess what? In multiplayer, you now have to buy your roster together. Oh, yeah, totally. I was about to say that. It's, yeah. They're not going to sell, like, bags. They're just going to say sell teams, like, you know, what you're getting. But it's it's essentially, like, a, a ultimate team. Yeah. And it's, like, the best players, and it's, like, 50 quid. There you go. Yeah, let's say that, that would be very similar. I mean, that would be a game on bad advantage. I don't think they would do that. Because well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past I, DA, though. I, me neither. Because that would make the game uh, pay to win. And, well, it already um, is, kind of. Not really, because you still have the chance. And there's the thing. Randomize. It's a chance. Yeah, it's a randomized. Here, essentially, you just get rid of the chance, that's all. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that will be pay to win, and that will look really bad on them. I don't think they need that backlash. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, 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 they're looking at something. They, there's gotta be. Uh, they're gonna come out with an alternative to make money. I'm telling you, I'm I'm 100 sure they are working on it. They know what they, they you know. They yeah. already you know studying the the market and trying you know because that person you know they came out with the loot boxes. It's their idea. They, they marketing team came out with that. So they I'm definitely I'm 100 sure they're gonna be coming out with something you know similar or, or some other way to, to monetize something everyone will be copying them because at the end of the day we can't lie to ourselves every single other game that have done it it's based on EA loot boxes so they have created that monster that it's come to Overwatch and it's come to all the other games so yeah they, they yeah they, they're already working on something else and EA, I... don't, don't underestimate EA because, I, yeah, I personally, yeah, money. Oh boy, they they know what they're doing. They they're all business. Yeah, I, I I personally actually don't think EA invented the loot box as much as they did thrust it into the limelight because loot boxes yeah. were already very much employed in the mobile market. They just looked yeah. at it and said, "Hey, let's just take this." Yeah, and it's going to be interesting if the, because. Obviously, they will have to target the mobile market as well. I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be also surprised if they came up with something else from the mobile market, like, hey, you get five free multiplayer games a day. If you want to play more, you have to pay it. Yeah. Something like, like the culling did. 
Oh yeah, the game that you know the yeah. international hit. Yeah, the the massive international hit, the culling, which no one heard <laughs> after. I I think culling is already been. So what what the question I rather have is now that the government stepped in and. This is where I come from. My government has a very rocky history with video games. We used to censor them a lot. We used to ban video games outright if they didn't fit our beautiful country Mm -hmm. for violence most of the times. And what, what I'm afraid of is that governments might start looking closer at video games in general and what they do and start getting more involved in the video game industry. And this yeah. is actually something I do not want to have. They have to they have to regulate obviously the loot boxes because it's gambling and I agree on that. But what I'm afraid of is that they start meddling with everything because they don't yeah. understand what video games are. Okay. I think the problem is we don't have any like a unified body that would not oversee the industry, but be able be like a mediator between legislators and the gaming industry. And we don't have we and our industry also lacks complete like completely lacks any sort of self regulation aside from content regulation. Like we have our ESRBs and Peggies, but there's nothing say like somebody within the industry. And it's been like there have been developers vocal about it how loot boxes and like predatory monetization affects gamers and no like there is nobody that would be like oh yeah we should maybe talk about that and come up with a solution so you know we don't ruin this and that would also prevent the the you know the world governments from having to step in and be like oh this is like wild west this shouldn't be happening or it should be different happening under certain regulation so we protect you know either vulnerable people or young people yeah i know and i agree with you but the i mean it's on the game industry in the end yeah um and i know that but like i just express this uh, concern i have here because i can see that happening and if that happens it's on the game industry mm-hmm. Absolutely. But on the same time, I don't want it to happen, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it, yeah. Should have been prevented by the game industry itself. Yeah. It just it just got way too greedy. Yeah, but then again, I wouldn't have those fond memories like I was the illegal games trader on the schoolyard mm-hmm. having CDs full of Duke Nukem 3D and Doom because those games were banned, and I was like, hey, guys, you want this? Oh, yeah. yeah, you're gonna pay me. <laughs> you were one of those, huh? Yeah, I was one of oh, those. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Andrew, Andrew Wilson is the one person. Uh, I think I actually mentioned it before, but yeah. um, I was looking for the name. I couldn't remember the name yet. So Andrew Wilson is actually the creator of that. Like, he's the one who proposed the loot boxes in the first time in gaming. <laughs> so thank you, Andrew Wilson, for destroying the gaming you know, industry with your loot boxes and then created a monster where everyone is taking advantage of. I think the season pass is, a, uh, you know, it's a kind of like an alternative. That's the new alternative, I would say, to the loot boxes. Yeah. Uh, season pass. And I actually do like season pass. 
because you see yeah. your progress, you see what you're gonna get. You can open your season pass, you can say, hey, oh, um, I got, you know, this weapon and this weapon and this skin and whatnot. You know, you, you can say, I'm not into these weapons. I don't really care about these weapons. I'm not gonna buy the season pass. So mm -hmm. you can skip it. You know, don't 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 buy the season pass for like you know a couple of months or whatever the the season pass lasts. Pick it up time, you know, next time around. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I actually think I actually think that this is kind of like the alternative right now. Or I bet you, Andrew Wilson is hard at work trying to make <laughs> trying to make other way to make money. There will be the I don't know. I think there will be something if if EA takes the route of the season pass. There will be something on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I can already tell you one, <laughs> one thing they could be coming up with. I don't want to say it because if they listen to this and then they use it, <laughs> I'm gonna blame <laughs> myself for it. Say it. Come on. Uh, different tiers of season pass. Yeah. One tier, two tier, three. Still yeah, obviously. And you get more stuff. They, they had the more you pay, you end up paying. Let, let's say you know season pass base season pass. It's about ten. Let's say ten bucks. And yeah. then, uh, you know, tier two season pass is the silver version. It's, you know, it's 15. And then the, the one that gets you everything, which is the one that you would get actually on any other game, which is, you know, what they're doing instead of like taking the one that you get on Fortnite. Let's say Fortnite, yeah? You get one thing every single uh, rank, right? Yeah. So you scale it down, okay, to second tier. And then you scale it down again. Yep. You know, you kind of like filter the stuff and then you sell it for the, the lowest one, boom, 10 bucks. The second you, one. If and so basically, so basically, I my comparison is always Paladins because I use the season pass there. Paladins gives you a free rank system and a paid rank system. You pay 25 for the paid level or the free level, you get some stuff as well. But it's like stuff you don't really need. Um, so basically what EA will do is they will take the free system and make it 10 bucks. Yeah. Then just to adjust the pricing a little bit, you were talking about Val because it's EA, take the normal system, charge 25 bucks, and then put some gold level on top of it and charge 50 bucks. Yeah, that would be too high. But I would say like the, the, the 10, 10, 15, 10, 15, 17, 20, 25 it's more than viable for a season pass. I think like, yeah. like the scale down, you know, like 10 as a base one, like kind yeah. of like, you know, super filtered down and then like 18, kind of like, you know, close to 20 and then the 23, 24, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, it doesn't seem like 25. So it looks a little bit lower. Uh, EA, if you guys start using this, I will, <laughs> I will claim, I will want money from this. I honestly, if I come up with this and this happens, I swear to you, I'm done. I, I don't come back to the podcast anymore. <laughs> because Honestly, I I'm telling you, man, because it is like, I just came out with this. And honestly, if I was a company, I would be all over this right now. Like, do a three-team pass. The other thing I might, I might think is they won't get rid of the ultimate team entirely. They just will remove the thing to pay with real-life currency, you know, yep. by packs. That's what they did in Belgium, yeah. Yeah, and I think they will do the same in the UK. So I think the ultimate team still persists. They will just maybe change the win rates 
to lower them even to lower them even further. And so they take the season pass as a middleman to give you maybe a win advantage secretly. They wouldn't admit to that. And so you can also get some boosters from that. And the more you pay, the more boosters you get. Yeah, at that point I think though it's still <laughs> it's still gambling. So yeah, we'll see. I mean uh, like, I, I, honestly I some... like three tier season pass. Did you guys hear that? Three tier season pass? Bro. Yeah. Oh my god, this is a brilliant idea. No, it's not brilliant. It's you, that, absolutely brilliant horrendous, idea, and you should be ashamed for having that idea. Even I know, I know, I know. Well, as a business, that is. Listen, you take you you just you don't have to do any work. You just filter your season pass down. Just filter it down, and you price the season pass to the lowest one, and then you start increasing the price on the on the higher tiers, bro. Or you know what? It, I'm you know dumb. when China takes over and this all falls apart. Um, <laughs> if this happens, I'm not coming back. I'm sorry, guys. I can't come back anymore. Um, or, or you know, it could happen the same thing that happened in China, where everyone has to disclose the chances for each loot box, and you can't buy loot boxes with real life money. You can only use in-game currency. Yeah, I mean that kind of makes sense. I mean, even though if they put the chances of the, uh, you know, they may get backlash or something at the start, but it's to be honest. Having the 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 already the percentage of you know the win, you, you can say, but that's kind of like I think that works in favor of the companies because you want a challenge. You see, oh, a two percent chance, and you like, oh, if I get it, I'm a freaking beast. Yeah, I'm yeah, so but lucky. also, uh, you know, it, your brain works the opposite that way. You know what I mean? I don't dopamine know is one hell of a drug. Yeah, but at the same time, I think. Like, as I said, because China completely killed, like, you can't buy loot boxes with real money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can use only in-game currency. And then you can buy real game currency with real money and circumvent everything. Uh, uh, it depends, I think, yeah. Like, obviously, there's going to be always black market. Like, it's always been there since, like, I think Diablo 2 days. Yeah. Or Kovanban, let's create a game with Season Pass. <laughs> just season pass the game. Yeah, let's call it season pass the game. Let's just, go and trademark the idea. See, see, see. It's like you start your character in an empty room, right? Yeah. By season pass one, you get a chair. <laughs> you buy the the silver the silver season pass, you get a chair, a table, and a computer. And with the golden pass, you actually get a game. And you get internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you can play it. Oh my god, man. This is. Yo, there is actually, do you guys know that there is actually a game on PC that is a, a streamer life or something like that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stream stream life simulator or something like that. Like a YouTuber simulator thing, YouTuber's life simulator as well. I love mm. it, man. The game is brilliant. <laughs> it's literally what we do every day. Yeah. <laughs> and like, people play it for I want fun. To play something that I do already. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand that. It's like the farming simulator games. It's like, why would you play it? It's like, you can just go and work on a farm and it's probably going to be more fun. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah we're going to trademark that and we're going to create a game ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do that. It's going to be a survival horror, horror, horror actually. Horror <laughs> it's going to be survival horror. Yeah, actually, at the, at the end, when the survival, when the season pass just uh, runs off, you get out of the room and it's an actual survival horror. Like like Silent Hill style. 
You have to navigate the monsters of the fog. Yeah, uh, like it's all the EA hats are the monsters. <laughs> okay, so yeah. we will see where this goes. And I think we can wrap it up here. And this was a wonderful podcast, gentlemen. Thank you for joining. We will Thank return next me. week. It's been a pleasure. And yeah. to the audience, I bid the affair well. You all take good care of yourselves. we we'll see you next week. And if you like the content, give us a thumbs up. If you didn't like it, thump it down. Tell us in the comments how wrong we are. Tell us in the comments how right we are, actually. You can do that as well. And be beautiful. Be amazing. Until next time. Bye-bye. Stay safe, y'all. Bye.